the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Portions of the following program may be pre-recorded. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's Theological Thursday. I'm so excited to talk to you about evangelism. What's servant evangelism? Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me. Your bridge-building voice right here in the nation's capital, covering all of the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area on WAVA 105.1 FM, right here out of the nation's capital, out of Arlington specifically. But today I am in transit. I am uh, off-site in a small town I told you all about earlier this week, Chestertown, Maryland. Have you heard of them? On the eastern shore, cute, quaint town. Check them out sometime. Uh, We are... uh, mobile today and so i sure hope that wherever you are even as you're mobile you still get the chance to be able to interact with me while you're in your car or maybe you're not mobile you're in your kitchen or your living room thanks a lot for hanging out with me of course around the world on wava.com if you want to give me a call on today's topic we're going to be talking about servant evangelism what is that and by the way is it an effective method of spreading the gospel I mean, can you even call it evangelism? What's that? Servant evangelism. Do those two words really go well together? Well, I want to hear from you. What is it and is it effective when trying to spread or share the gospel? My phone number is 888-432-7434. That's 888-432-7434. What is servant evangelism and by the way is it something that you believe is effective as a method of spreading the gospel after i pray i'll explain a bit of what it is i want to hear from you and uh is there really a difference between kindness and evangelism service and evangelism let's talk about it but first let's talk to the lord heavenly father we do thank you so much for the opportunity we get to share who you are in the love that you spread to the world through your son, Jesus Christ, and through us, your followers. We pray that you would uh, use this show to stimulate our hearts and our minds about sharing you with others. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, there are a few other ways you can get a hold of me. You can always go to andersonspeaks.com. That's andersonspeaks.com. Uh, There you can get my books. There you can also leave a donation. And if you do that, we'll send you a free book that I'll sign for you, regardless of what the amount is, uh, called Be Encouraged, uh, How to Encourage Yourself and Others in Difficult Times. So thanks a lot 
uh, for sharing in that. But what is servant evangelism? And should those two words go together? Well, the idea is that, you know, servant evangelism is sharing God's love uh, by simply serving others in practical ways without asking for or expecting anything in return. So some would not call that evangelism. They'd call that kindness or service. But servant evangelism is the idea that, no, it's more than kindness and service. It's actually the pathway to being able to share with other people. And the focus of servant evangelism is doing acts of kindness for anyone and everyone as we have the opportunity, let us do good to all people, says Galatians 6.10. So the idea of doing good would constitute evangelism. An example of that for those that might hold this view is that servant evangelism could be something as simple as handing out free water bottles on a hot day at the park or taking bags of food to needy families at Christmas time or serving food in your food cupboard or your food pantry when you are packing that up and giving it to people and you tell them Jesus loves you, that would fall into the category, according to some, as servant evangelism. What do you think about that? Is that the same thing as evangelism? And by the way, what is evangelism? Evangelism is sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ with other people, sharing the good news, telling them uh, about the announcement that Jesus Christ came, died, rose again from the dead for them because of their sins. And if they accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, they can be saved too. Now, evangelism doesn't mean conversion, meaning That if you share that gospel and people walk away, did you do effective evangelism? The answer is yes, because simply sharing your faith is evangelism. Sharing the gospel uh, because of your faith is evangelism, all right? Whether people receive the gospel or not is an act that can only happen when the Holy Spirit touches someone's heart and they accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. But we are not about counting conversions. We should be about counting conversations. How often have you shared the gospel of Jesus Christ with another person? That's what evangelism is. Now, you may be fearful of it. You may uh, be in a bubble where you don't have a lot of people in your world who are unbelievers, or you just may be like, listen, I don't, feel like I have earned the right to share this without someone asking me. And so then those who believe in servant evangelism, what they're saying is acts of kindness will then lead to a place where people will want to know where that kindness comes from. And then when that happens, you can then tell them it's because of Jesus Christ and share with them the gospel. So servant evangelism really reaches people where they are and exposes non-Christians to Christians, showing God's love in unmistakable and non-threatening ways. And serving others gives Christians the opportunity to tell about God's love. And when someone asks why they're doing what they're doing, those who are serving can point to Christ. And it's great training ground 
for other types of evangelism because there are different types of evangelism. Well, I'd love to hear from you on the topic. Do you think about evangelism? Uh, Are you fearful to share your faith with someone? When's the last time you've actually shared the gospel? Not simply your testimony of that I'm a believer or that I trust in God or I pray before my meal, but actually sharing the good news of Christ that the bad news is we're all sinners. The good news is that God wants to bridge the gap of the separation between man and God because of our sin. He sent his son, Jesus Christ, to live on the earth a perfect life. He died a cruel death, but transferred all of our bad sins over to him. And he exchanges that with eternal life for us when we place our faith in the risen Lord. So what is evangelism? It's sharing the gospel. What is servant evangelism? It's kindness, hoping that it will build a platform by which we earn the opportunity to share the gospel. Well, I'd love to hear from you on the topic. Maybe you have questions about evangelism, about servant evangelism, about what to say and how to say it. Well, listen, I'm here to help you out. I'm here to talk to you, walk with you, pray with you. So give me a call. My phone number is 888-43-BRIDGE. That's 888-432-7434. Or do you know someone that needs encouragement? Dr. David Anderson has compiled his sermon series, Be Encouraged, into a book which will be sure to encourage yourself and others. For a donation in any amount, we'll send you a signed copy of the book. To make your donation, visit andersonspeaks.com, click on the donate button, and we'll send you your copy today. Miss Jerry, how are you? I'm well, Dr. Anderson. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thank you for hanging out with me. I appreciate you having um, Andrew Altman on uh-huh. last week, I, was, I believe it was, uh, because we made a decision, and he, he provided that last piece about waterproofing right. that I wasn't aware of. They came out. Okay. They said they would be done in two days. Yeah. They were. Okay. It was a great experience. Great. And this, we had just purchased our forever home in January of 2023, to God be the glory. Mm, amen. Um, and now we've taken care of a big item on our punch list. Okay. Uh, that we got from the, the home inspection. I'm so grateful Thank that you, you called to thank me. I'm going to pass it on to him as well. I love when I hear from a listener who says, we used one of your advertisers, and they did what they said they were going to do, and that's what Best Buy Waterproofing is all about. And I hope people will go to bestbuywaterproofing.com so they can be happy customers like you. Thank you so much, Jerry.
Have you ever listened to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson and wondered how we come up with heartfelt discussions on Marriage Mondays or engaging topics on Tough Topic Tuesdays? Well, our listeners are our inspiration. We would love to keep hearing from you. So if you have an idea for the show, let us know because comprehension begins with conversation. Send us your ideas by sending an email to info at andersonspeaks.com and join the conversation on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly textpiration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'd love to hear from you today on this Theological Thursday about servant evangelism. Here's a question. Is kindness... And evangelism, the same thing. Kindness and evangelism, the same thing. Uh, Servant evangelism says, you know what, if I'm kind, if I serve, then it will open the door for people to want to know about the gospel. And it's sort of an easier way for people to live out the Christian faith. But if you're not careful, you never really get a chance to share why you're giving, why why you are serving, why you are kind. But that's probably because you're waiting, like First Peter says, uh, you know, waiting for somebody to ask. And uh, when they do ask for the hope that is within you, be prepared to give them an answer. And so you're hoping that if you live a good life, if you're serving, and if you're kind, at some point they're going to ask. And when they ask, you're going to be ready to give the glory uh, and the story of Jesus Christ. So I got that. But is there ever a time when you believe that God just wants you to go out and share the gospel with someone that you know and with no sense of, you know, like building the relationship. In fact, I remember when I had first gotten saved around age 18, I was on the streets of Georgetown, and I would just stand on the corner of Wisconsin and M Street and some other streets, and I would just preach. Now, of course, I kind of grew out of that, but that's what I used to do. And I would have a bullhorn and everything, and I would be sort of shouting the gospel. I realized that wasn't really that effective, although some people would stop and they would listen, and, and we'd pass out tracts and we'd share Christ. But that kind of evangelism, that's kind of like hard confrontational evangelism with strangers. I'm not sure if that does any, any real good. Maybe it does, but um, I find myself, even as a believer, when I walk by and someone's screaming at me, doesn't matter what they're screaming, I'm not really uh, interested. But I'm not saying that God can't use that. But there's so many different other ways to share the good news and relational evangelism is one as well. Servant evangelism doesn't require relationship. You can be running uh, around a park and as the people are running around a park, you have bottles of water that you give to everyone who's sweating. It's an act of kindness. So would an act of kindness also be seen as evangelism? Well, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. My number is 888 432 
74-34. And while evangelism is certainly a biblical practice, it's incomplete as a form of true evangelism until the message of Jesus is spoken. So serving people is good, and you should do it. But don't confuse service with evangelism. And that's why I'm asking you, by the way, when's the last time you've been able to share the gospel? And we could say to share your faith, but I think sometimes sharing our faith is sharing more of our testimony of our relationship with God, and that's good. But what about actually sharing the gospel, like why you have faith in Jesus Christ? That's what I'm talking about today. I'd love to hear your thoughts about the distinctions, maybe even some of the challenges you might have in this area. I'm ready to walk you through it, talk you through it, pray you through it, all right? My phone number is 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. Uh, let's talk to Douglas. He's calling from Alaska today. Hi, Douglas. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Hey, doctor. How are you doing today? I'm alive and grateful. You sound far away, man. I guess you are, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Um, as, as a matter of fact, I think the last time I spoke with you, I was actually uh, stationed in D.C., but me and my family moved, moved out here last year. Wow. Well, congratulations on that all the way from Alaska. So what are you thinking about today, my friend? Well, I, I wanted to, to ask you a question, um, you know, simple yes or no. I, I do think that that um, kindness is, a, is definitely a, a major part of evangelizing. Mm-hmm. Um, because, I mean, even in, in any type of conversation, in order to get somebody to open up to you, you have to give them a reason to open up to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, if they're if they're unreceptive to how you're treating them, of course they're not going to, you know, you're not going to you know receive a lot of conversation with that person. Uh, but I do believe that if if a person has every intent on um, introducing um, the gospel to 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 a patron or whomever, uh, that the Holy Spirit will will give them utterance to do such a thing. Um, I, I I find myself and you know many situations where where i you know i kind of feel convicted to to say something and say something now as soon as possible right right and um i'll have that thought of you know what do i say to this person um you know i mean um especially depending on where where we are and what's going on and how much time i have if i'm rushing do it look like they're rushing all all things may play a part into a person's um reasoning as to why they're willing to 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 speak up as to the most important news you can tell a person, um, but I, I think I think the the main problem with you know individuals not um, speaking up or taking that opportunity is because of that. I would say probably that that fear of being um, maybe shunned, or or you know or not knowing what to say when they have the opportunity. Right. Well, you know, fear of rejection is a big deal, right? None of us want to feel rejected, yeah. you know, whether selling vacuum That's cleaners or, or sharing the gospel. But that is also a part of of what we're called to do is to share with people the good news of Christ, even if they don't receive it. But that's hard for a lot of believers, yeah. isn't it? Mm-hmm. I, I, I think so. And I think what I always tell um, uh, friends of mine that when they, when they do ask me, um, 
why why am I so bold or so so on and so forth? You know, I like to be candid and honest with him and say I'm not always. I, I'm not always as as bold as I was at this very moment or or in reference to the conversation that I privy them to. Um, but in those moments where I, I am um, emboldened, I, I would say a lot of times, I won't say all the time, but a lot of times I'm, I'm, giving, a, I'm giving a window and, and within that conversation. For, for instance, a um, um, couple days ago, um, I, I saw a kid wearing a shirt that it, it looked like it had, it had Jesus on it, right? And, and it prompted me to, you know, to, 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 to speak to the, to the gentleman. Because, you know, I, I thought that I was about to be talking to another believer, right? Right. But when he turned around, his the, the picture of Jesus, I, and I kid you not, the picture of Jesus literally had, um, I, I want to say like a cigarette or, or, or something else of, of that nature in okay. his mouth. Okay. Which prompted me to say, oh, that, that's a, a, a nice blasphemous shirt that you have on. Did you say and, that? And I said it jokingly. I did say that. Okay. It came out because I, I I didn't know what else to say. Right, right. Okay, but you were, you, when you, I, when you I were saying it with the little smile, so that was it didn't come off too harsh, did it? Right, right. I I said it, you know, jokingly, so that he would ask me why I said it, which he did. He asked me why I said it, which which led me to tell him what I'm aware of in reference to in reference to Christ and who He is as. Um, as a person and as a third member, um, excuse me, as a second member of the Trinity. And, you know, it, it, it led me to tell him what I know, and which prompted a pretty nice debate between he, him, his friend, um, somebody that just happened to be walking in. And okay. you know, they, three people end up involved in this conversation, which was fine for me because of the simple fact that, you know, I, I, I am pretty, I, I, I won't say, completely sound but i'm 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 sound enough in doctrine to to right. have those uh well those and conversations with, with people so, and you ahead. took the opportunity based on a cue which was the shirt so that was good um was it a picture of jesus mm -hmm. like was that the purpose jesus with the cigarette or was it some uh rock and roll dude that had a cigarette and you thought it was jesus no it actually was Jesus. so they were trying I, to so not. it really was kind of a blasphemous what was the point of the, sh the shirt do you know did he tell you like Jesus well, he, is cool well, or well, something like that? I remember correctly. Yeah. Well, he tried to, he tried to make it seem as if because Jesus took upon our sin, that he was sinful. And I, and I, I had to okay. correct him on, you know, the idea of taking on a person's sin, you know, and, and, and I, you know, I, I, I let him to understand when, when I, when I talk about um, sin, I'm thinking of more of a payment yeah. type of situation, right? I, I, I told him and I, I explained it to him in a yeah, form of, like a great of a payment or being right or being in a in a in a courtroom and you got a fine or something, sure. and, you know, you have somebody that has to pay it. And when when I explained it to him in that that fashion, he he completely understood what what, what we gotcha. mean by taking on um, the, the sin of the world. Well, that's pretty cool so, that you were able to um, have that conversation and. Thanks for having it with me today, all the way from Alaska today. Okay, my brother Douglas. Absolutely. Enjoy yourself and, and, and thank God for you. Brother. All right, man. Like God bless God you. you. I'll talk to you down the road. Call me again sometime. Hey, let's go to Anonymous in Washington D.C. Hi, Anonymous. It's Dr. Anderson. How you doing? Uh, hello. Hi. Speak up for me. This is Dr. Anderson.
may not be able to hear me. So Speaking. give me. Okay, there you oh, are again. I can hear you. Okay, mm-hmm. speak up. Go ahead. What's your comment or question? Okay. Yes. Speaking to people in any situation to see where they are. For example, I go to the laundromat and I'll say, this is a nice laundromat. Isn't it a beautiful laundromat? Aren't you just thankful you don't have to do things by hand anymore and rinse and wash if you, if you ever did? The folks who are older understood that. But you know mm-hmm. that God provided this laundromat, you know. Do you ever say, thank you, Lord, for a laundromat? Okay. So I'll get folks mm-hmm. started off with that. And then I'll say, um, you know, um, so are you a member of a church anywhere? Or are, you know, yes or no? And then I'll invite them to my church, uh, which is in, my, in the same community as the laundromat. Gotcha. Um, and then then I'll say, you know, I feel like this this is the when I start praying with a person, they ask for prayer. I say, you know what? This I got a question to ask you. What size shoe do you wear? And they'll tell me their shoe size. And I say, I wear a size ten. Did your size seven know they were gonna meet my size ten today? Oh. No, you didn't. <laughs> That's but cute. God knew it. So right. this setup has been brought to you by God the Father through His Son Jesus Christ. How about that? Thank so you so I much. Look for opportunities for that. Yeah, it looks like you know how to take advantage of those opportunities, even at the laundromat. Yes, hey, listen, I got to run. I've got this commercial break. Thank you, Anonymous from Washington D.C. How do you share your faith? How do you speak about God? I'll be right back. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance to buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you all you need to do is call big lou at 800-333-1750 lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor call 800-333-1750 big lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford remember big lou's like you He's on meds, too. Call 800-333-1750. 800-333-1750. Two things that hit a family budget the hardest, the price of gas and of groceries. Let us ease that pain at the pump when you enter the $18,000 gas and groceries giveaway. The grand prize winner gets $10,000 in gift cards for gas and groceries. Three first prize winners each get $1,000 gift cards, and 10 second prize winners will get $500 gift cards for gas and groceries. That's $18,000 total. Enter the $18,000 gas and groceries giveaway sweepstakes. Go to WAVA.com to enter. HD radio listeners can hear WAVA-FM on 105.1 FM HD1. And hear us on our mobile app and on radio.com. Listen to your favorite Christian programs anytime on the OnePlace app. Download and listen offline. Stream to your car or automated home device. Download OnePlace at Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Christian women visit iBelieve.com where they can explore the deeper issues of their faith and learn how other women have handled the challenges of being a believer. Go to iBelieve.com. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. 
I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-583-0141. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at TRA.com or call 800-583-0141. That's 800-583-0141. Tax Relief Advocates. Real solutions for real people. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are y'all today? Welcome to the second half of the program. It's Theological Thursday. We're talking about the theology of servant evangelism. What does that mean? What's servant evangelism? Is it an effective method of spreading the gospel? And most of all, is kindness and evangelism the same thing? The idea of servant evangelism is if I serve people kindly, then they will wonder why I'm doing it. As a result, they'll ask, and then I'll be able to share with them that it's because of Jesus. So that's what would be known as servant evangelism. But some evangelists would say that's not truly evangelism, that's service or kindness. Evangelism is only when you share the gospel, when you tell people the good news of Christ, which is that Jesus Christ came, lived, died, rose again from the dead on their behalf to satisfy the, the debt that they have to God, the moral debt. And it will save them from living eternally separated from God in hell. It'll guarantee them a relationship with God now, abundant life, and eternal life. So that's what evangelism is. So there's really no phrase in the scripture that calls it servant evangelism. However, those who might consider servant evangelism as something that is actually a thing is are those who hold on to Romans 2 4 which I think is a really cool verse it's one of the motivations behind this type of evangelism where the Bible basically is telling us that God's kindness leads people to repentance but I I think by using that verse let me read it for you first and by the way I'll give you the phone number 888-432-7434 That's 888-432-7434, or just remember the word bridge, 888-43-BRIDGE. But Romans 2.4 says, Or do you show contempt for the riches of his kindness, forbearance, and patience, not realizing that God's kindness is intended to lead you to repentance? God's kindness is intended to, to lead you to repentance. And they use that verse basically saying that service and kindness is to lead people to repentance. Well, you know, since it's Theological Thursday, I could break it down a little bit and say, well, this is talking about God's kindness, not man's. 
Do you show contempt for the riches of God's kindness, forbearance, and patience? Not realizing that God's kindness is intended to lead you to repentance. So God's kindness is intended to lead us to repentance, but it's God's kindness. And his kindness in that he showed he sent his son, Jesus Christ. He was patient with us. He didn't kill us. He didn't burn us up, which he has the right to do. And so I think that text is really not uh, the right text to use to say kindness leads to, to repentance. Now, having said that, being kind, serving people in love can indeed lead people to wonder, my goodness, these people are so good. They're so kind. They're so nice. They're so thoughtful. And doing that will lead to conversations. But if you never take the conversation to the point of here is the gospel, and one of the best things you can do is just ask people, have you ever heard the gospel before? You'd be surprised how many people might say to you, no. You know, have you ever heard the gospel explained? Has anybody ever explained the gospel to you? You'd be surprised how many people who are Catholic, how many people who are religious have literally never heard anyone explain clearly the gospel to the point where they can understand it. So that's a good question, actually, when you're talking to somebody to say, has anybody ever explained the gospel of Jesus Christ to you? And if they say yes, leave them alone. If they say no, then would you like me to explain it to you? And you're doing it more like a teacher where they can ask you questions, not like a preacher where you're just telling people they're going to hell. Right. So I want to hear from you. My phone number is 888-432-7434. Let's go to Alexandria, Virginia, and speak with Anonymous, who's on the line. Hello, Anonymous. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you doing? Hello, Dr. Anderson. Um, just calling in, I wanted to say um, that I agree with the last caller, that you just take every opportunity that the Lord brings into your life. I think that every, like she was saying, every meeting and every circumstance is, um, you know, sovereign. And <laughs> God yeah. put those pers- people in your life. And even in the um, laundry, no matter who right? they are, those in the laundry, yes, uh, grocery store, um, the, the tech that comes in to repair your washer, uh, everyone, you look at everyone as an opportunity. And if you have an appointment, um, you know, like fixing your washer, um, you need to pray about that too. I think that the prayer and the word goes together. And so I think you need to pray about, you know, how can I minister to this person? What can I say to them right. to share the gospel with them? Because that is the ultimate. And so I found different ways, you know, like when they come into my house, it's, you know, offer them a drink of water, obviously, um, offer them tea or coffee, offer them food. <laughs> if they've been to your house more than once, uh, you know, I already know kind of what they like and I'll, you know, even offer them food. Oh, no, I can't have food. Well, you can take it and go. I put it in a container. Here you go. Take it and go. Have lunch. Nice. But um, I also end up talking to them and trying to get a relationship going, uh, you know, um, you know, children, uh, wife, um, some of the struggles they're having. And, um, you know, I, I've had, you know, a lot of people, a lot of um, repair people that are from Afghanistan and, and to share the pain of what's going on over there with their family. And I ask them, you know, can I pray with you? I want, you know, I share that I do share about Jesus. And I said, would you mind if I pray? And I think that also if you ever have the opportunity, 
to pray with someone. I prayed with people in the grocery store when they, you know, I could see that they were downcast, you know, and, right. and ask them, you know, t- start talking to them. And, and you just have to let the Holy Spirit lead right. is really what it, it, it is, you and, know. Yeah. Um, and and so, a lot of people don't refuse said, prayer, do they? No, they don't. They don't. I mean, these gentlemen usually are Muslim. And I, and I do talk to him about that. I, you know, I try to tell him, you know, Jesus is not a prophet, and I try to explain the gospel. And so you just take every opportunity you can. But the main thing is, and I mean, you share with them too, you know, before I, you give your testimony, and I, you know, I'll tell them that the Holy Spirit reveals what a wretched sinner I was, you know. We, we all think we're good, but none of us are, and right. that's what we need to be rescued from. And I try to explain the most important thing is, especially with a Muslim or a Jewish person, they know that God is holy, hopefully. Mm-hmm. They, they realize that. So moving from that, if he's holy, then he's just, and he has to punish. He right. has to punish. Right. So we all are under his wrath. We are all under his wrath. And that's what that's why we need salvation. So that that's and good. some of them they're, they they're nice and they talk about it. But I said go home and I or on your in the car when you're in the car I I just beg you go and pray and say God show me the truth I need that's to good. know the truth yeah, am they, I representative They didn't know I need you you know they didn't know who they were running into when they came to repair your house God was using you to help repair their soul. Anonymous, thank you so much for hanging with me today. I've got to run to this break. God bless you, okay? Okay. We'll be right back. This is Real Talk. You're kind. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. If you're anything like me, you see all the division and hostility in the world, and you know that if you just had the right tools, you could make a difference. You could help bring some healing. How to live and lead by becoming a positive solution in a world that's dealing with such negative problems. I went from feeling overwhelmed to being empowered. From being a bystander to becoming a bridge builder, Dr. Anderson has taken the principles of racism around the world, helping corporations, ministries, nonprofits, and government leaders grow in their ability to bridge the deepest divides of color, class, and culture. Through Racism Global's coaching and certifications, you can gain the confidence and skills to bring change right where you are. Whether for you or your whole organization, We're here to help you bring the power of racism into your life and leadership today. Visit racismglobal.com and join us on this transformative journey. We're not just fighting against racism. We're building a world of racism. Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 3 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 3 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. 
There has never been a more perfect time to go solar. Homeowners in Maryland, D.C. and Virginia are saving hundreds on their utility bills and getting paid for the energy they produce through their solar panels. Homeowners are also now eligible for a tax credit of 30% when switching to solar energy. Why pay the utility company every month for the energy you consume when you can own your own energy and get paid for it instead? If you've been thinking about going solar, call or text my trusted solar guy. His name's Michael, and here's his number. Are you ready? 202-618-8929. You worried that your solar panels won't look good on your old roof? No problem. They'll take care of a new roof for you as well. Zero money down. Give them a call right now. The first 10 callers today to get on the schedule for a consultation will get a free $500 gift card. So start saving money on your energy and get paid by going solar for zero down with Michael. His number again is 202-618-8929. Get your solar done. Dr. David Anderson, just a few minutes left with you. We're, we're talking on this Theological Thursday about the gospel, specifically evangelism, which means how does one share the gospel? And, of course, the scripture tells us we need to, to share the gospel because Romans ten seventeen says, faith comes from hearing the message, and the message is heard through the word about Christ. So faith coming from hearing, and God wants to use you to speak it. And when you speak uh, to people about the good news of Jesus Christ, whether they receive it or not is not your business. Now, it may feel like rejection because they're like, hey, I'm not interested in that. But you did your part. You planted the seed. And we know according to Luke 8, there are four kinds of soil, and only one of the four was a good heart, uh, a good soil that was ready to receive the seed. So one in four is usually the ratio anyway when it comes to those who might respond in a positive way. So don't allow that to make you feel bad because everyone's not receiving the gospel, right? So they said, well, you, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. Well, our job is to just lead people to the water, the living water, and whether they drink or not is on them, all right? So I want to free you up for those of you who are scared of that big old word, evangelism. Don't be scared about it. Just share conversation about Christ and hopefully it will lead to conversation about the gospel but to tell somebody cold what the gospel is in this day and age it may not be uh, welcomed because you have to build relationships with people or at least have some small talk and some people aren't very versed in small talk like they can't talk about just normal everyday things and, and so, like, Jesus is every word out of their mouth, and, and people are sort of put off by that because they don't feel like you're really relating to them. They feel like you're pushing, uh, you know, your religion on them. And so when you build a relationship with someone and build small talk, then when you talk about what really, really matters to you, which is your relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, they're more open to listening to it. But what about you? How do you share your faith? Do you have questions about how to do it? Do you have people in your in your relational network 
who you'd like to share Jesus Christ with, but you're just not quite sure how to do it. I'd love to hear from you and maybe uh, field some of your questions regarding how to share your faith. I think one of the barriers to people sharing their faith is not only rejection, where they are afraid that when they share their faith, people are going to reject the message and reject them. But I think another barrier is a lack of knowledge. In other words, I'm afraid that they may ask me something about Muhammad or about the Bible or about whether the Bible is actually accurate or something like that, and I won't have the answer. And so, therefore, I don't want to talk to them about my faith because I don't have all of the answers. But let me help you out here. Remember the blind man in John 9? Everyone was trying to figure out, you know, who healed him and what the situation was. And they even asked him, like, hey, how did this happen? Are you the guy that's been born blind? And, and, and now you can see, what's, what's the deal? They went and asked his parents. They were trying to figure this out. But do you remember what the blind man said when he was asked? The blind man said this, look, I don't have to answer all your questions. All I know, <laughs> what? All I know is once I was blind, but now I see. And if you have any questions about that, ask that guy over there because he's the one that did it. And he points to Jesus. You see, in a sense, that's one way of evangelism by saying, look, God changed my heart. He can change yours too. And Jesus is the answer. And then when they say, well, what is it about Jesus? Then you can share the gospel, the good news of who Jesus is. I'd also like to say to you, if you don't know who Jesus is, if you don't have a relationship with Jesus, if you've never invited Jesus Christ to come into your life, to be your forgiver, your friend, and your Lord, give me a call. I'll introduce you to him through a prayer. I'll show you how you can invite Jesus into your heart, into your life, and how he can change you and change your eternal address from hell to heaven. Because the reality is, if you are, if you would die today, you're driving, you're driving across a bridge, or you're driving in the nation's capital, or maybe you're sitting at your home. Like this one woman, I know this this summer, she was sitting at the table with her husband to eat at 4 p.m. She's 70 years old and said, uh, I don't feel good. And then a minute later, she fell down onto the ground. They tried to do CPR. They brought her back with the emergency people came, took her to the hospital. She never woke up again. And a few days later, she passed on. And I did her funeral. What am I saying? She died unexpectedly. But guess what? When she died, she transitioned from this world to the presence of God. If you die today, are you sure that you would spend eternity in the presence of God? You say, but Dr. Anderson, how can I be sure? Well, the Bible says that he who has the Son has life, but he who does not have the Son of God does not have life. And I write these things to you so that you may know, not hope, not think, so that you may know that you have eternal life. If you're not sure, call me now, and I'll walk you through it. 888-43-BRIDGE. 
This is Steve Reynolds, president of Capital Baptist Bible Institute. Are you thirsty for more knowledge of the Bible but don't have the time or the money to attend a full-time Bible college or seminary? Come join us at Capital Baptist Bible Institute and conveniently earn a diploma in biblical studies. You'll get to know God's Word inside and out as you explore the New Testament, Old Testament, and theology. Our classes meet only on Monday nights, and the tuition is only $195 per semester. We're conveniently located right off the Beltway in Northern Virginia. So, if God's been tugging on your soul to learn more about His Word, then say yes to His call. Attend Capital Baptist Bible Institute and earn your diploma in biblical studies. Register right now by calling 703-568-7484. That's 703-568-7484. Capital Baptist Bible Institute, the convenient Bible education. 703-568-7484. Go to CapitalBibleInstitute.org. That's CapitalBibleInstitute.org. I'm Jonathan McKean. You're listening to Plugged In on WAVA. Three fairies in training work hard to earn their wings caring for human children in a new Netflix animated series, Do Drop Diaries. Eden, Athena, and Phoebe are great fairies, but they're also great friends. These three remind each other that it's okay to mess up and that friends will never abandon each other. Learning to be a good dewdrop is about secretly trying to help the families we watch. Huh, someone must be looking out for me today. Families will be very grateful, a phrase we hear in the show, that Dewdrop Diaries contains minimal content issues. That said, the story does involve magic, albeit a very benign fairy tale variety. But when the fairy dust settles, the sparkle-filled Dewdrop Diaries offers young children entertaining stories with sweet messages, too. Before streaming the latest shows, visit PluggedIn.com radio. I'm Jonathan McKee with Focus on the Families Plugged In. More than 1 million Virginians are on their own when it comes to saving for retirement. But now there is a new program to help close the gap and improve financial security for workers across the Commonwealth. Retire Path Virginia is a simple, hassle-free solution for employers and an easy and automatic way for employees to save for the future. To learn more, visit retirepathva.com. That's retirepathva.com. Sponsored by Virginia 529. This just in, death, destruction, and violence. Film at 11. Come on, is all the news really bad? How about some good news in your daily routine? You'll find it when you log on to Christianity.com. They've got great devotionals, terrific Bible study tools, quizzes, and links to the day's most inspiring stories from around the web. Get good news every day when you set your homepage to Christianity.com. Make a difference in your Internet life. Christianity.com. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're talking about evangelism. What is the gospel? How do you share it? Hope you've enjoyed our time together uh, today. Before I end the show, though, I do want to see if I can get in one or two more phone calls. So let's go to Washington, D.C. and talk to Michael, who's on the line. Hello, Mr. Michael. How are you? I'm excellent, Dr. Anderson. How are you doing today? I'm alive and grateful, my friend. What are you thinking? Excellent. So- so I just wanted to, to give you a quick two-minute test. I know you're coming up to the end here. Sure. And if, I, if you're driving home, it's in the middle of the country, the car directly in front of you just smashes. You're the first one there. You've already called 911. You go up to the 
the window. The guy's obviously not going to make it. You're with him for the last 90 seconds of his life. Tell me, what does he need to know? Go. He needs to know that he can spend eternity in heaven with God through Jesus Christ. All he has to do is ask. How do I do that? By simply saying, dear Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. I know I'm separated from you and God. And I'm so sorry for my sins. Please, please forgive me. Thank you for dying on the cross on my behalf. And I make a decision to follow you today. Remember me, Lord, so I can come into the kingdom of God with you. Amen. And amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. That's it. That's all you have to do. Would you agree with that? Yes. Yeah. He might give a couple, uh, like, uh, I'm already good. Yeah. How does that work? Right. Explain it to me. Yeah. Well, and if they're dying, though, I bet you there's something about them that doesn't have a lot of questions, except what do I need to do? I mean, people are most open right before they die. They don't become apologetic, you know, apologists then. They don't become like, you know, throwing up their objections. They're about to die. They just want to know how to come to know the Lord, like that guy on the cross, right? Next to Jesus. But a lot of them think they're. But a lot of them think they're good, right? They're like, oh, I'm, I'm not. I'm not good. I'm not separated from God. All right. Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. hopefully God reveals it to him real you, quickly. Uh, you know. How do you convict me, right? Yeah. How do you tell me? I, you had sixty seconds. Right? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's where you need the Holy Spirit because, you know, I can't convict you. You can't convict anybody else. But God's Spirit definitely convicts us of righteousness and sin, the Scripture says. So that's where we really need the Holy Spirit. Isn't that right, my friend? Absolutely. Hey, thanks for the question. I love the uh, scenario there. Thank you. All right. Take thanks. care. Bye-bye. Let me take my final caller, James. Uh, hi, James. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Oh, man, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking? All right. Well, my parents were Satanists. We grew up in a home full of uh, satanic uh, activity. I became a Christian at 18 in 1974. I eventually went to Bible college and learned the Bible that I was never taught. Mm. The one thing I would share with others, I've done street ministry. I've done suicide prevention. John chapter 16 talks about the Holy Spirit being our counselor. Yes. He, he lives within us. So I talk to God and I give him thanks every day. Talk to God, your best friend, yeah. and with reverence because he is the Lord. Yeah. I really... And Romans, Romans chapter 8 is the sister to that. When the devil attacks you, that you're not good enough. God loves you no matter what. Amen. And I'll just stop you right there. And as I pray, Lord, we pray that that word that was just spoken by James reminds us that you are with us and we can invite you in uh, to be our counselor and our savior. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, help your children. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.